I'm in Guadalajara today. I'm uh, getting ready for the Bitcoin meetup that's going to happen tonight uh, for the Bitcoin and Lightning Guadalajara meetup group. This is the fifth meetup I'm assisting in the last two weeks in Mexico uh, because we have done a Mexican Bitcoin tour with someone that's a good friend of mine called Paco de la India. So Paco has traveled to 28 countries over the last two years or so and has used only Bitcoin in every country he's been to. He's been to most countries in Africa, many in Latin America, Asia, and uh, he has still 12 countries to go to make it a, an even 40 countries by the end of the year or so. So in this interview, I talked to Paco about his travels, his experiences, and also like what is his perception and what he's has, he has observed about Bitcoin adoption in the ground in multiple countries. If you like this podcast, please recommend it so others can enjoy the content too. Thank you for listening. Well, we're live from Querétaro, Mexico. I'm here with Paco de la India, all the way from in Mumbai, India. Yes, yes. How are you, Paco? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm very good, man. I'm I'm glad I finally got to fix Thank the you. audio, <laughs> yeah. and we can start this. I'm glad to have you here. Yeah. So, how's how's been uh, so far? Your stay in Mexico? Uh, it's been good, man. Like the tacos are too spicy. <laughs> I, uh, it hurts in the morning. <laughs> That's what you say. Yeah? <laughs> I like your bidet in the toilet. It helps me cool down. <laughs> bidet, yeah. I, I love bidets. Everybody should have a bidet. I mean, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> I like Mexico so far. It's been good. The food is good. Food is really good. Uh, it's on an altitude, so the weather is really good. What is, what is really good? Yeah, Particularly here, but you're going to see it's going to change a bit. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. The, the beach is very different. It's more humid. Yeah, I mean, that's zero altitude. Yeah. yeah. But uh, like around here, Mexico City, Guadalajara, San Miguel, it's all the same. All the same? Yeah. Okay, cool. Good. It's just I, on the beaches that it changes. I like it. I heard good things about Guadalajara. Looking forward to that. What, what do you mean by that? I, I, heard, <laughs> I heard it's a really beautiful town with beautiful people all around. Beautiful people. Huh? That's, <laughs> that's what you mean, yeah. All right, well, maybe just give an introduction for those that don't know you. Okay, man. Hi, everyone. My name is Paco. I'm from India. And uh, in August 21, I read the book called The Bitcoin Standard. And there started the journey called Run With Bitcoin. That is to travel around 40 countries using Bitcoin and making videos on Bitcoin adoption. Uh, the purpose of the journey was to share with the people that Bitcoin is hard money. The using Bitcoin for food, travel, sleep, day-to-day -day purposes. And this is the 28th country of the journey. I've got 12 more to go. Damn. And the entire journey was crowdfunded by the Bitcoin community. So thank you to all of them that I'm able to share this story. It's like you give a water to the plant, the plant grows. Yeah. You give Bitcoin to Paco. Paco will run away. Give me Bitcoin, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what you say. Run with Bitcoin because yeah. if someone gives you their Bitcoin, you run away with it. I don't know. It. <laughs> I come back with two Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> that's the deal. Huh? Yeah, man. Awesome. Well, it's I, honestly, for me, it's just like crazy to imagine that even a couple of years ago to imagine that this would happen, you know, that I would be in Mexico. I'm yeah. not Mexican. Like I, I was born in Peru. I lived in Canada and now I'm here. You're here. You never thought you were going to be here. Yeah. Who we are in all thanks of Bitcoin, right? Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm really grateful. Like Bitcoin has given us time. Bitcoin has given us a lot of freedom to follow our dreams. Exactly. It's freedom. 
Yeah, like you are here, I am here. Like, what are the odds? Two different countries, three different countries. Yes, and different odds, man. <laughs> and I, and I, I'm really thankful that you reached out to me for this podcast also. And it's really nice to see a known face. We met in El Salvador. Yeah, yeah. And that's how we got connected. And here we are after six months now, almost. It's been six months. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And after November. S- and now here we are, just talking about Bitcoin and hosting yeah. a lot of Bitcoin meetups. Yeah, yeah. So maybe. So uh, we had a meetup yesterday in San Miguel de Allende. San yes. Miguel's a, a nice town, one hour from here. Yes. So how did you feel about that? Like how how was the meetup in your opinion? I felt the meetup was really good because these all people are people from abroad. There were like only three Mexicans there. Yeah. And these all people were mostly from Canada and US into their early 60s, late 50s, 70s. There was an old yeah. lady and 77 years 77 old 77 years old and she yeah. was there to learn about bitcoin apparently she did sleep during the bitcoin meetup yeah, she, <laughs> she, took a, sleep, yeah. she took a nap uh, but it was just nice to see because most of them were artists or creating their own thing following their own dreams yeah. and they were here to just see what is bitcoin because apparently they know knew about monero so that was really nice to yeah me. some people know about monero yeah yeah that happens like uh, people that are like very freedom oriented they like like Monero because yeah. supposedly it's the best, right? It's but the best, like they say, but on on paper it says so. <laughs> <laughs> but is it on day to day life? No, I haven't seen that so far. Uh, but it was really nice to just talk about Bitcoin with people and just show to them like, yes, Bitcoin is money in different parts of the world. Yeah. And since you guys are here, so if any questions come down, they would reach out to you guys. So it was really nice to just see the enthusiasm. About twenty five, twenty six people came over, so that was really nice. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, um, you know, I've San Miguel is, is exactly that. It's like all the Americans, all Canadians, so like it it makes sense. But I hadn't experienced that yet because it was a first meet up there. Uh huh. But yeah, it was fun. Like I think so that too. But I think so. They're like I do not know, man. Nothing towards old people, <laughs> but uh, um, it's a change in the life, and everything is moving digital. So I'm really hope they get it, or at least they get this as a store of value. Yeah, is this good? Yeah, yeah, could you just flip it a little bit upwards, like, right. uh, no, the other way? Okay, continue, continue this way. This way? Yeah. yeah is this no, better? no, no, continue. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's better. That's much better. Okay, that's perfect. This is COVID friendly, you see, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. That's perfect. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, was how did that compare to like other meetups you've been so um, far in other countries? Like, how do you how would you say it's different? I've never had such a strong expat community where I've been hosting such Bitcoin meetups. I've hosted about eighty plus Bitcoin meetups now in twenty seven countries. Wow! And for me, this was like the one of the. If you look at the median age of the Bitcoin meetup, it was at least forty five, fifty years old. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it was really high, like, <laughs> and I've never seen that. And uh, I really hope so. I've been in touch with Andrew. So thanks to Andrew from Bitcoin Reserve, guys. Ever you want to buy Bitcoin from ten thousand dollars and above? Yeah, Bitcoin anywhere reserve. in the world except <laughs> the U.S. and Canada. Except U.S. and Canada. they don't help in U.S. and Canada. No, it's like if you're an international exchange, the customers you want to avoid it will be Canada, U.S. and like North Korea and you know like banned countries. Oh my god! But yeah, like Canada and the U.S. Yeah, because it's just you gotta comply with so many rules. So. Oh my god! Why bother? Oh, why bother? Anyways, anyway, if you're listening, <laughs> so yeah, just Bitcoin. So thanks to him, that uh, he knows a lot of people there, and he organized it all together. So. In the coming few months, you since you will be having a community here, you will come to know how is the Bitcoin adoption down there. If people started buying Bitcoins at least for ten dollars, is good enough, you know? Yeah. To just to begin. Well, I think well, I think there were like three, four Bitcoiners already. Yeah. Or people that 
already had bought Bitcoin. Uh, but yeah, I definitely saw a couple ones that that were interested. And yeah, like, for them it made sense. One guy like didn't have a bank account. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of like an illegal immigrant in Mexico. Exactly, like American in Mexico, like the world around. Uh, but like he didn't have a bank account, and he's like, I want to accept payments digitally, so it makes sense. Yes. Like, so he understood it. Yeah, I remember at the end of the day, he was like, uh, if you could pass by my store, I would be happy to accept yeah. uh, payment for one of his paintings on Bitcoin. So. But you know what was tricky that we found yesterday was that, like, we wanted to give them ten dollars on Bitrefill, uh-huh. yeah. but like the wife, they had problems setting up Wi-Fi, turning up the phone, uh, yeah, the application. Like, just that part was hard. Like, yeah. So uh, let's move forward. So we had that meetup yesterday with San Miguel. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, well, what did you do before coming to Mexico? Like, what were your last destinations before Mexico? Uh, I was in Costa Rica. I went down there for Costa Rica, see the Bitcoin jungle. And there's a new, another circular economy in Orosi that started. That's in the little mountainous region, but 1,000 meter altitude. Okay, that's uh, different from Bitcoin jungle. That's different from Bitcoin jungle. Okay. Uh, so, was there in Costa Rica and before that in Brazil. In Brazil, there's another circular economy called Praia Bitcoin. It's, right. in, it's in the north. Uh, Jericho Coara is the beach name. And I went down there for the conference and there were about like 24, 25 businesses that accept Bitcoin. Okay, not bad. So, so from having a coconut to having a hotel to a restaurant, all was done on Bitcoin. Okay. So that's another circular economy, just like a Bitcoin jungle circular economy in Uvita. So it was really just nice to come here. And similarly, I'm here in Mexico now. Uh, we are hosting about eight Bitcoin meetups. Yeah. And uh, definitely going down to CISAL. CISAL is the next another upcoming. It's an upcoming uh, Bitcoin community, right? Yeah, well, circular, circular economy. Circular economy. It's near called Merida. Near Merida, 30 minutes, they say. And it's called Pueblo Magico, Magic. It's a magical town, yeah. Yeah, so it's one of the 20 magical towns of. 100. There are 100 magical towns? Yeah. Mexico. <laughs> What is San Miguel de la Allende? That's a magic. Uh, it's no longer. It's like it graduated from magical town. Yeah, it graduated. It, it became so important that it's no longer. Magical yeah, it's town. called the Corazon. It's called <laughs> the heart of Mexico, man. Yeah, magical yeah. town is basically a designation by the federal government to attract people to that town. Mm. But since Miguel already has the tourism, they don't. Oh, need they have to a lot of people, man. They don't need to be. A magical I mean, San town. Miguel could be a great place to have Bitcoin adoption. What do you think? I think it could, man. It could be. There's the already a lot of tourism. Yeah. So there's uh, expats, you know. Yeah. There's just like need for like to connect expats to local communities. So like Bitcoin could make sense. Like just throw in a Bitcoin ATM there and see what happens. I think it could work, man. Just yeah. throw in the see you don't have humidity there because of humidity the Bitcoin ATMs in Bitcoin jungle got spoiled. Ah uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't know about that. They were lightning uh, Bitcoin ATMs. Uh, so just throw in an ATM there and just okay. see what happens. But what happened with the humidity? Like it uh, so the humidity just destroyed the machines I and everything. It? Okay. I guess something happened. They had two ATM machines and they got spoiled okay. because it's a beach town, the Bitcoin jungle. Uh. It says jungle, but it's a beach town. Right, right. Yeah, but uh, yeah. <laughs> San Miguel de Allende. Yeah, and uh, so Tuesday we have one in Querétaro. Querétaro one's going to be different because it's going to be more like Bitcoiners rather than newcomers. There are Bitcoiners here? Uh, there's a few. There's uh, like maybe five, six. Yeah, okay. Excluding us. Okay. There's one guy called Ricardo Carmona. He made, a, he has a Bitcoin mine or he's at least building a Bitcoin mine. Here? Yeah, but it's kind of like a proof of concept so far. Okay. Uh, maybe I can text him. Maybe we can. Yeah, we should just maybe. go visit him. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, you know, the, did you see this project about uh, turning pig manure? Yes, this is an island. Oh, Mexican guy. No, it's here. It's in Querétaro. We should go meet him. Yeah, well, I'm going to try it. But, you know, it's 
like it's proof of concept like he doesn't want too much big publicity yet yeah but my i won't be giving him too much my videos come 6 months late yeah yeah, yeah. so no, yeah, we six could, we could try that's a good idea yeah we uh, should do that yeah well there's that you know there's guys like that so there's a that's good of, that's good that's nice big shit for bitcoin are you listening greta <laughs> thunberg you won't be i know you won't be but anybody who's listening who loves climate we are using big shit to mine bitcoin okay it's crazy that's so cool man you need around uh, 150 pigs Huh. For one S9, I think. Yeah. Okay, that's one good. One S19. Yeah. We have a lot of chancho, pastor, pastor <laughs> yeah. tacos are going hardcore. <laughs> so that guess pigs won't be a problem. Nah, but if you do the pastor, you don't have shit anymore. I mean, we'll yeah, have fifteen thousand pastors moving around. <laughs> we need one fifty to for for how long? Uh, no, but it will continue forever. So like because the pigs shit forever, you know. You just feed them more and. it gives you more shit and okay 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 picture picture i'm motivated <laughs> someone you know it's funny because some a guy asked like but what can humans do this can humans shit and become yeah. bitcoin but the guy's like it's just way too much like pig shit like a lot huh. like you would need a hundred human to pip that shit as much as one pig wow yeah it's crazy humans shit is more than one pig no a pig shit's like 100 humans oh <laughs> big yeah. shit's like uh, okay. ton man okay nice I, i want to i just want to flush my shit away please <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know what we talking about <laughs> no um, but okay that's good because i heard something in ireland there's a, a, a coin telegraph reporter called joe nakamoto okay and he just went there and he did a thing he then the guys were using cow shit or something to do it okay okay so yeah this video some, just came out two weeks okay. yeah two weeks ago they oh no they're using the gas or methane gas or something they're using gas yeah to ah you mean like the methane methane yes like the cow farts yes something yeah, like that they're yeah, doing yeah. man yeah you because cow farts like pollute yeah. they produce methane and that that is like a big pollution well you have to see that video really well but yeah this is what i saw so that's amazing it's called the bitcoin farmer on youtube so ah, yeah well that's cool yeah 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 so like what's your like tell us a bit may, uh, maybe people want to hear stories mm-hmm. about like your trips you know so okay. like What's like the the best Bitcoin story you have uh, about um, all the trips you made? One of the my most important Bitcoin stories would be from DR Congo. Uh, that's Democratic Republic of Congo. Um, I reached down there and they do not have electricity or main roads, so the only way to move around was bikes. So you are crossing the jungles or the forest on bikes. And uh, since there is no electricity, not many people are aware of the Bitcoin education. So I was using dollars. I reached down to this town. I want to pay my bike guy. I gave him a dollar bill, a hundred dollar bill, and the guy rejected it. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's like, I'm like, why? He's like, look at your dollar. It's printed 2013. I don't accept money that is printed 2013. We only accept money that is printed after 2017. And I was like, why? He's like, this is old money, mm-hmm. and this can be duplicated or edited or <laughs> it's old money. Like a hundred dollar bill. Yeah, and I was like, wow. shit. My money gets expired. <laughs> I never experienced that, and thank God Bitcoin doesn't get expired. And uh, I was really like, okay, that's that just reinforces my faith. I crossed DR Congo, I reached uh, South Sudan, okay, and um, border crossing. There were refugee camps. Man, I did not want to go refugee camps. I did not <laughs> want to, but that was the way. I reached the refugee camps. Um, I got stopped by the DGM, the Director General of Migration. Okay, he saw my drone and my camera. And he asked me, uh, "Do you have permission?" I said, "No." He's like, "You have to pay four hundred dollars." I'm like, "I don't really? have." I'm like, "I don't have cash." <laughs> he strip checked me. I was naked there. 
and he did not find cash. I just oh, had like fifteen wow. dollars. So he was like robbing you, basically. Yeah, he was practically. He's like, you have to pay money fifteen, right. and like, and he found fifteen dollars worth of pocket change. Okay, and he took it. <laughs> and that time I understood like your Bitcoin is unconfiscable. You cannot confiscate your Bitcoin. Exactly. And I was so grateful that he did not know about Bitcoin. He couldn't open my phone. But if he knew about my Bitcoin, he would have straight got to my wallet of Satoshi. Uh, yeah, he would take. He would have taken all. He would have taken all <laughs> of it. So this is what I felt like in Africa and in South Africa. Uh, there is no electricity for eight hours, six to eight hours a day. There is no electricity. Yeah, I've heard. Yeah, and when there is no electricity, what do you do, man? Like it's it's you just manage your time according to the electricity. Right. That means say if you have electricity in the night from 10 p.m. to 5 a.m., so you'll work in the night. So you're just fucking up with the humans' management. Sorry, you're just messing <laughs> up with the humans' time schedule. It's just, okay, you can curse. Yeah, okay, yeah, but like that's really <laughs> messed up. So a lot of these things I saw. Then I saw how um, people are deprived of moving of money, and but Bitcoin moves freely without any permission. Which is very good, which is not available to anyone. It is equivalent to when you were a small kid and you wanted to go out, but you had to take your father's permission. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's like this now. <laughs> if you want to move anything more than thousand, five thousand dollars, you have to take your bank's permission. But that's uh, cross border, right? Yes, in Africa, and is yeah. that all Africa or is that yes, majorly yes. Uh, hence, there is something called as mobile money. That is like your money is connected to your mobile number. Right. That means your network provider is your bank. But still, like if I'm trying to move, let's say a hundred dollars worth of money, I'm paying like two dollars or three dollars as a commission. So there yeah. are these commissions. Very high fees. Yeah, but they are not using internet. That's the beautiful part. Right. They're just sending. So if you have an old Nokia phone, you can just type and send Bitcoin. Uh, there is something cool that way happening in South Africa, uh, Na- Zambia, Namibia, Kenya, about nine countries. There's an application called Machakura. Yeah, I've heard Machakura. It's it's crazy. Huh? Yeah, they use this um, uh, USSD service. That okay. is like when you type star three four three star the numbers hash. Right. Like this, you can type this and you can send your Bitcoin. By Just SMS. By no, SMS. No data. No and it's not even that. SMS. It's like that USSD service. So that's not SMS? That's not even SMS. They say it is an SMS, but that's the message that's going to the network, but it's not costing you anything. Okay. And it is custodial. Yes, your Bitcoin is not with you, but you can send your Bitcoin anywhere in the world who has a lightning address, like LNURL, you get it? Yeah, for sure. So if you have that address, you can send your Bitcoin to anyone in the world. And I was able to send from Nigeria to South Africa, from South Africa to Italy, from Italy to Singapore, you could just send Bitcoin to anywhere. And traditionally, these countries have a lot of currency controls in their borders. Yes. And like these transactions have to be processed in Europe and yes. France. And like it takes days and weeks. True. That's the biggest problem that they have. They've been deprived. Like the biggest example would be Zambia. Okay. Uh, so Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe. So when Zimbabwe went into a coup, uh, war in their own country, they were deprived of the SWIFT. Yeah. So once the SWIFT was taken away, they cannot move money. That's what is happening with Taiwan. This is what is happening with Syria, Iraq, Afghanistan. So what you're doing is you have made yourself a SWIFT payment. Uh-huh. And now you're bullying other people. So if you do not agree with us, we kick you out. Russia. Right, for sure. And it's just like that. So Bitcoin defeats all of this. And it has just given freedom to a lot of people. That I really hope, but not nobody uses Bitcoin. I'll be very honest to you. We are like 25 years early, guys. Ten years ago, Da Vinci came uh, on YouTube and he said, "Buy Bitcoin. It's buy at least for a dollar." 
I am coming down here and saying, please buy Bitcoin. It's just twenty-eight thousand dollars. Just buy something for ten dollars, twenty dollars. You'll be very happy that you bought some. I think so. I, it's, I think it's important to give people a reality check on what is is Bitcoin being used like. And you say it's like being it's very little. Usage, very little. Very little on chain. Like what? What do you mean on chain? Uh, there's on chain and lightning Bitcoin. So on chain takes time, ten minutes, thirty minutes. Like today we went for lunch. Yeah. yeah. And we uh, we paid with Bitcoin on chain, and uh, people prefer on chain. If you ask Bitrefill people, they will say the most number of payments are happening on chain for sure. And Lightning is still very new, so that's how early we are. And yes, we have bugs. Yes, we have problems. Yes, there is these things, but uh, there are people like us around there. Just look out for it, ask for them, and you will find people that accept Bitcoin. I think so. I think it's possible to find, but I think it's also very important to. To just always remember to have the reality check that yes. the usage is still small, that this is very niche, yeah, and it's good enough. Like yeah. I'm, I'm happy. I, I when I was younger, I I was into Bitcoin. I was like, no, we should like get mainstream adoption. You know, yeah. like some people say that, yeah. And now I'm like, no, I'm okay with it just being a niche thing and a small thing uh-huh. because it works for those that need it. Yes, and that's the the important part. Yeah, it works for Pakula India who yeah. wants to travel around the world. Yeah, it works and get guys plebs from Twitter to send him money to yeah. to help him out in his mission. It works for that. Yeah, and it's beautiful. And it's I, beautiful, exactly. I I remember I'm I was in Thailand and I met this guy, and he looked at me and he said this, he said this to me. He's like, Paco, I'm not happy with you. And I'm like, <laughs> what? And I'm like, why? He's like, before it was our own little thing. Now it is, you're just taking it blown away into the mainstream. We don't yeah. need it. The people who need it will find it, find Bitcoin. They will find and, it. And you don't need to do this. And I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> But we have been great friends. It's been a year. We stay in touch. Okay, okay. I got to meet him again in Qatar. So we have been an amazing friend so far. Nice. So, yeah. Yeah, well, uh, I think it's it's good to just remember the, the, the reality. You know? Yeah. And nice. So you went to Qatar. So tell us a bit maybe about like point... Where did it start? Just very briefly. Mm. Now you're in Mexico. It started in India. Um, What was the way? So I started from India, and when I started, I had like zero dollars worth of Bitcoin, and it was very new. And then I slowly moved forward from India. I went to UAE, Thailand, yeah. Cambodia. Thailand was good earlier. Uh, Thailand is now it has marijuana legal apparently. Yeah, I heard. And uh, they are really open, but they do not allow you to use Bitcoin as a term as a mean of exchange. Okay. Okay. Cambodia is really good for your P2P trades. Singapore is really amazing. You can do a lot of spot trades down there. Nice. Uh, then I went to Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka is where I saw why we need Bitcoin, because that's the place where they messed up with overprinting their money. <laughs> yeah. They messed up so bad. They messed up so bad. Like China had to bail them out. India had to bail them out. IMF had to bail them out. Everybody bailed them out, and they're gonna default again. So that nice. is Sri Lanka. Then I went to Qatar. And then I went to Kenya, Uganda, Rwanda, Tanzania, Tanzania, Malawi, and all throughout Bitcoin price was just going down, you know, just yeah, going yeah, down, yeah. and just going down. So all the way down went down to. So I did uh, Mozambique, Zimbabwe, Zambia, Botswana, South Africa, Ghana, Senegal. This gets tricky now. Nigeria, man, they have two hundred million people. 200 languages it's insane wow i do not know how bitcoin adoption will come there uh, uh but it's already going I, I it's usdt bro every time anybody says africa is adopting bitcoin they are adopting usdt but do they use really usdt in nigeria and places like that p2p trades like as such p2p trades i've just seen one full blown otc desk 
right in the downtown of Kampala, Uganda. Oh yeah. Where you can just walk into a store, sell your Bitcoin, get cash and go. Nice. And that's the only place I saw. Uh, but basically, it's P2P trade, man. See, an average African salary is sixty dollars. What do you expect? A in month. Six, yeah, a month. Wow. What do you expect in sixty dollars? No. There you go. That's the reality check, man. And you cannot even do one on-chain transaction. There you go. Right? You're done. You're done. So basically, it's the people who have money. As such, I've understood. Bitcoin is a game of the riches right now. If you have money, <laughs> so even there, it's the rich yeah, people. In the Nigeria. rich people, man. Think about it. If you have money, you have time. If you have time, you look for investment. If you look for investment, for sure. you think about Bitcoin. When you think about Bitcoin, you put in some eggs in that basket and you hope they don't break, unless you are buying Dodge and Shiba Inu. <laughs> <laughs> so USDT in Nigeria and Africa. Yeah, they use it. It's about rich people trading. P two P. That's it. But a lot of people are trying to get their hands on P two P. So the big one of the great things I saw in Africa was people doing forex trading. So there's a huge community of forex oh, yeah? traders. But like physical currency cash? No, forex on digital. Online. Yes. Okay. Forex traders. <laughs> These are the people that are venturing into crypto. And Bitcoin. Okay, okay. So there's like it's like third world trading. Yes, <laughs> yes. This is kind of a, it's very scammy. Honestly. But uh, that's what has been happening there, and there okay. are schools for forex, and people love forex. But they're not making money. They are, some are making, some are not. But everybody knows people can make a lot of money from forex. Thank you, leveraging. They love leveraging. Yeah, but like it's the classical like you you too can be a day trader and make yeah. money. Yeah, but I it's can not also. True. It's not. It's yeah, like I can One also, guy out of a thousand is gonna succeed. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> and so it's just it's it's a bit disappointing to be honest. <laughs> people tell you no in Africa it's actually working. No man, no guys, listen, it's all P two P trades. That's why is there there is average I used to find three to five businesses in a country that accept Bitcoin. Mm. This is twenty twenty two, twenty twenty three. Reality check: How early we are? It's very early. Man. We are very early. So even everywhere in the world, Bitcoin is just a speculative. It is still. It is still for like ninety nine percent. Like there's, I'm sure there's always people. There's always people that use it for the real use. Yeah. And how how often do you see that? Like people using it for a real use case. Like um, I would say in El Salvador, I saw it use it like pretty often for do, doing their payments. But man, people are still skeptical towards it. Like I think so. People who know Bitcoin, like me, you, yeah. around the world. Uh, the community, the crypto community. You see, Bitcoin is a investment. It's a store of value. Yeah. This is what I've seen in everyone. Every shitcoiner has known this and believes this that Bitcoin is store of value. Yeah. So that's what people see this at. And as a use case, there are hodlers around. People love hodling their Bitcoin. They just want to hold yeah. and watch the price go up. And uh, use case, we are very early. It is just like you could say, for that matter, Christianity started two thousand years ago, and the first priests that would have left and started moving away from Jerusalem and started going towards Africa or going towards Europe, they had just started it out. It is like that what Bitcoin <laughs> is right now. I see. I yeah. see. Okay. Okay. It's yeah. good to have the reality. Yes. Yes. It's good. And uh, but okay, so like. Then okay, you're in Africa, and yeah. then what, what's next? Uh, after Africa, I wrapped up Africa. I did Nigeria, Cameroon, Central Africa Republic. The country doesn't use a Bitcoin. <laughs> they don't. Okay, <laughs> and my videos on Central Africa Republic are gonna come out in a month. I do not know when you release yours, but it's April. By May, I would be launching my Central okay. Africa Republic videos. 
I think so just before the Bitcoin conference in Miami I'll be like cool, cool. yeah um I did that how uh, central ripple it looks like bro a, they don't have roads man <laughs> they don't have electricity <laughs> looks like a place there's nothing this is the richest nation in the world I would say Central Africa Republic rich nation they have gold they have silver they have copper they have diamonds they have fuel right, they right. have gas everything they have everything and they have nothing but it is just controlled by this french money yeah and what do you do and um, then there is like yeah it's so, the second poorest country in the world it is the richest country i'm telling you i will still stand for it because when i went to a <laughs> river and the guys like here in the river there is diamond flowing and i'm like are you kidding me he's like no i'm not so i went there i finished africa and then i went over to el salvador okay and Na- then brazil costa rica now i'm here nice so this and i when i got mugged i will just add you i got mugged in south africa i got stolen in kenya um every time i lost my phone i had my private keys so i could recover it nice and please take care of your private keys not your keys not your coins man you got in a, into an accident too right uh, yeah that was in zimbabwe as soon as i entered zimbabwe um the guy it was a gravel road the guy skidded and since he trying to press the brake he went left right left right Damn. then phew, and dude but nobody nobody got injured nobody got injured and everybody's okay the bus was damaged all for sure but i was here man well that thank god nobody was injured thank you man thank god for bitcoin <laughs> yeah, i know <laughs> <laughs> that's good yeah so that happened to me way back in june it's going to be almost be a year now yeah okay wow. just just before the celsius collapse june 9th <laughs> and june 26th was celsius <laughs> <laughs> right Were you always a, a traveling person? Did you always travel? Uh, always yeah. Traveling? Uh, in 2013, I started couch surfing. And in 2015, I quit my job. Okay. And then I went to travel a bit. The plan was to do a sabbatical for six months. It went on to be three and a half years. So yes, I was almost on the road and I really love the road. I love meeting new people. I like connecting with new people. Yeah, for sure. So <laughs> that's what I keep doing. And I was like, let's see what I can contribute to the Bitcoin ecosystem. and this is my way to just share like yes humans of bitcoin are kind people and all they want to see is work it doesn't matter you guys are really early like bitcoin is so early like it's like a white canvas whatever you do it's going to be beautiful just keep painting just keep doing we are very early man when the just day 700 doing. million people have bitcoin that's the day you will be like okay there is bitcoin right now hardly less than 5 million people have bitcoin but it's important to So even to like, I know like you, you say like we're very early, so whatever you do works. Yeah. And in a way, but it's important to be liquid enough. Yes. Financially so yes. that you can keep on doing it. Yes. Know? Because like I've done projects on Bitcoin for yes. years and many I've abandoned because I ran out of funds. Right? Yes. So like it's important to, to make sure to be financially solvable. So yes. You can keep on doing True. the project. True. Like if I did not get this money from Bitcoin as I wouldn't be doing this. Right. So it is very important that you have your liquidity, but can use it as a store of value. As of now, everything is. Happening. I agree. I agree. Yeah, so it's yeah. just the realistic. Uh, yeah, yeah, very, very, very realistic. Like very who? Realistic. Hyper Bitcoinization. Five years. Ah, twenty-five years, guys. But it's good uh, that there are cyclical economies. It's good that there are we, so many. I now. spend some time sad. You know, it's it's yeah. all good. But yeah, but it, the reality is that it's early. Keep very sad. Don't expect. big uh, things happening yeah. soon like don't expect big adoption so yeah 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 Just little by little slowly and it will come slowly but surely slowly but slowly surely and then suddenly you know suddenly exactly. and then gradually but suddenly yeah and then suddenly it will come it will come yeah, yeah. 
Nice. And so what's next? Uh, I'm going to be finishing these 12 countries here. So this plan is called Lightning America. So I've been okay. tra- I've been traveling around the Latam region. Uh, from here I'll be doing a little bit of Caribbean countries, three four of them. That's Jamaica, Trinidad, Tobago, Cuba, Haiti, Dominican Republic. Be careful, Lexi. Ah uh, man. For <laughs> luckily for Indians it's a visa on arrival. So for <laughs> yeah we'll go do that. Um, gonna go do that and then I would move over into Venezuela, um, Uruguay. I want to pick up on Bolivia, Paraguay, pick up these countries and wrap up the 40 countries. Okay. Um pretty much at the end when I finish off have a documentary of all these videos ready. I have a nice 45 minutes documentary narrating the entire story of how early we are. That's what it is. We are on the path but uh, it's possible but it's early. Very yeah. my god. But it's possible like you're, it is possible. you're doing it. It is possible. It is possible and I'm really happy that there are other content creators in the bitcoin eco space now and we are doing on the we are just able to share the knowledge with the community so kudos yeah. guys thank you <laughs> yeah yeah it's great it's yeah. awesome man i really like what you're doing thank you brother uh honestly i'm a bit jealous i wish i could <laughs> do it it looks like fun <laughs> it looks like you're having fun you can do that in canada why don't you do that in canada canada's boring man take take six <laughs> canada uh, sucks man take uh, what's his what's his name our guy take take or, or if you don't want to do canada Do Mexico man we we are doing Mexico by the way we are doing eight cities together yeah you can make a plan of 25 cities in Mexico and you can pull it off people will come yeah i, I could I, f- i think i will do that yeah do mexico i'm interested in uh, south america too yeah do I'm it from peru i want to do it in peru yeah too. peru you can yeah. do man peru you can start from you can hold in tarapoto to there's so many places to lima to the golden place i do not know there are so many mancora the yeah. beach you can just have in like 20 places just make a tour I guess the community will support. There's a circular economy in Peru. Do you know that it started? I don't. I did it not. It just started. Know uh, I'm, it's nice. It started by uh, Motive and Global. Ah, uh, yeah, I saw Motive and Global. Yes, those guys have over 200 businesses, if not 100. I'm not sure of the number. In Lima, in Lima and Cusco, accepting Bitcoin. Really? Wow. Yes. So there you go, man. Nice man. We are on the right path. Like it's it's happening. It will happen. It's when the Bitcoin price goes up to 150, 200k. That's when people will value it more because they would be hearing it over the ten years. They're like, "Hey, buy Bitcoin, buy Bitcoin, study Bitcoin." So yeah, if you hear it con- continuously through ten yeah. years and it always goes up, yeah, it, it's only a matter of time before you realize that. It's yeah, like I'm just an idiot if I don't buy it. Right? It's like stock market, man. It's like Coca-Cola stock that Warren Buffett bought. Instead, <laughs> when it's going up, you're still drinking that Coca-Cola. It's it's uh, I would say bit, I would say bit, I would say Bitcoin is Coca-Cola bro. Bitcoin is Coca-Cola? Yeah man man. Bitcoin is kind of Coca-Cola. Think about it bro. Bitcoin Because is uh, it's the It has got caffeine, and... it's got your sugar. Okay, I I didn't see that one. <laughs> it's got everything. It's available everywhere. You enjoy it. It feels you that feeling. I know it's bad for you. Yes, Bitcoin is bad for your CBDC. Bitcoin is bad for your gold. It's all the time there are pros and cons. <laughs> so yeah. So Bitcoin yeah. is Coca-Cola. <laughs> Bitcoin is Coca-Cola. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's a new, that's a new one. Yeah, bro, that is like it's available everywhere. People just don't want to value it. That's why there is like no Bitcoin Coca-Cola without sugar also. <laughs> <laughs> nice man. Yeah, man. Okay, so Caribbeans, a mm-hmm. bit of South America, yeah. and then back to India. Yeah. And then you do do the kind of documentary. Yes. And the documentary idea is basically what you've done, but also. Well, the idea is what's the idea? Educational like? aspect, as such, is to where we can share our class is Bitcoin money, where you have one boy, one person's aspect boy, yeah, 
aspect as to what is bitcoin adoption in 40 countries which would yeah. be a nice research point for anybody to take it forward as we move forward in this space of hyper bitcoinization and eventually once i'm done with this i will love to join with the bitcoin company and work on the back ends and assist in community growth or in operations i think community hire growth me. it makes sense man. yeah hire me hire me <laughs> what would you like to do i would really love to launch your projects products launch your products see that their people are using your products and give you like write up i i use bitcoin guys i can tell you what's happening in bitcoin i just don't hodl so i can tell you will bitcoin work here or it won't work here which market space has money which market space doesn't have so i can tell you that makes sense makes sense yeah yeah your experience through traveling yes. and going around the world yeah gives you a good insight on what works yes. and what doesn't on on ground it's not just like sitting on twitter being a keyboard warrior and shouting order <laughs> <laughs> no, it's important please do that it's please do that but i just shots taken yeah i have just i have just have a different approach so it's like cool <laughs> yeah it's okay. yeah man nice man yeah man okay. and uh what uh, i think we didn't cover what started this i like i, I know this story from <laughs> the last couple of days but yeah maybe share with people uh, what started you into this uh so it was like um It was August twenty third or twenty fourth. I did not have money to pay for my rent for the next month, <laughs> and in fact, for this month also, I was going to pay from my deposit money. And uh, I had gone to meet my friend, and I told him, "Let's shut down. Let's close the house. Let's close everything, and we'll figure something out." Yeah. And it was a full moon night, and my friend Parin, his name is, he gave me a call, and he was like, "Paco, do you want to travel the world?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, I want to travel the world. Who doesn't want to travel the world?" Uh, he's like, but you have to travel on Bitcoin, and I'm like, now what the fuck is Bitcoin? <laughs> he's like, read this book called The Bitcoin Standard by Sefudin Amos. I read that book. Three days later, I was like, like, I'm I believe in gold. I worship gold. I know what is gold. For and sure. then and then the book tells you that we are no more on the golden standard. And I was like, wow, it's crazy. Parin told me this entire will be crowdfunded by the community, and we started the project, and the community came through. and i'm here just sharing the story of what is bitcoin adoption which was just a distant dream for many people when i started i did not know if i'll be doing 40 but here i am so yeah thanks to my friend who is a bitcoiner he is a vc now who's your friend his name is parin and okay. uh, he is a vc now he invests in all crypto companies but he always okay. believes in bitcoin and he says if you have 0.1 bitcoin today as your net worth your net worth should be 0.2 bitcoin if it is 0.3 it should be 0.4 so your net worth should be growing in terms of bitcoin now and not in terms of dollars right right so yeah that's my friend so thanks to him i'm able to thanks do thanks to him this happened right? yeah yeah yes uh, i'm really would have happened if it wasn't for him yeah man really really great awesome um what would i was going was there a point during this journey that you wanted you weren't sure you wanted to give up i reached congo do you have any doubts yeah yeah it was congo when i reached and when i saw <laughs> no roads like google told me uh there's a 16 hour journey 1500 kilometers i was like 16 hours 1500 kilometers yeah. i will wrap it off in 3 days 4 days but there were no roads it took me 10 days and when i saw no electricity then i saw africa has 2000 languages and i'm like what am i doing i should rather be going to the people who have money who speak english who understand bitcoin i should go being going there yeah like in austin miami am austin miami these are the people <laughs> who have money not in congo and i was like this is we are very early and i was just like what am i doing and but then i was like let's just go let's just document this out because this is 2022 2023 
and i'm just documenting this out because this would be used by a lot of people in the coming time yeah this will be used by the communities that will come out in all of these countries so i was like let's just let's just keep pushing and now also i'm still pushing and i don't know how it will go but i'm pretty sure by the end of this year we will have wrapped it up and i would have been taking a little peace break where i'll be like thank you everybody but use it as a store of value as of now yeah yeah I, I trust your opinion that yeah. I, think, I think you have the the appropriate experience. Too. Yeah, so, like yeah, store value is good. Yeah, don't keep going shouting people that you have one Bitcoin. So point. don't don't travel the world in in Bitcoin. Like this, like yeah, keep it chill. Talk to your enemies about Bitcoin. Talk to your friends about Bitcoin, but like don't start boasting people that you have one coin, two coin, four coin, five coin, two point one, point two. Don't shout to people, <laughs> but do Bitcoin adoption on your own level. You know. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, everyone, uh this is Paco de la India. We're going to have a tour across Mexico. We're going on we're going to be in Querétaro until the 12th yep. of April. We're going to be I'm going to make sure to post this very quickly probably yeah. uh, for Tuesday for the yeah. 11th. Then we're going to be on in Mexico City for the 13th. Yes. Then Puebla for the 18th. Did yeah. you know that Puebla we're going to Uh, a town called Chipilio, something no, like that. No, I have no idea. It's an Italian town. Okay. Uh, it was. It's just an Italian community. Uh, okay. Been there for 150 years. They speak Spanish. Very interesting. They speak Spanish. Do you speak Italian too? Okay. It's very interesting. I've never been, but uh, people have told me that it's very. Close. Okay. Uh, yeah, we're going to Puebla, then Guadalajara, on the 20th, then mm. Vallarta on the 25th. 24th. 24th? Yes, now we got it on 24th. Okay, and yeah. then CISA on the 26th. I'm not going to be there, yeah. but... 27th, 28th, you should drop by. It's until 30th, like a community thing. Yeah, CISA, this is very near Merida, yes. which is uh, on the Yucatan. Yeah. Like three hours from Cancun. Yes. And, and then you're going to Tulum, right? Yeah, I'm going to Tulum to talk to the crypto people about how people are using Bitcoin and not Shiva, you know. Exactly. <laughs> awesome. Well, yeah. where can people follow you, know more about you, donate to your... Yeah. Project. Yeah, um, uh, YouTube. I make videos called on Paco de la India. On Instagram, it's called Run Every City because I love running. Okay. And um, on Twitter, Run with Bitcoin. And if you use Noster, that's something new that's going around. It's called Paco. You'll find it with something P U C O. And as I move forward, um, Substack. I used to write. I'm become a little lazy now. I'm being very. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, do that. And if you want to support my campaign, you can reach out to me. Send me a message or. On Geyser Fund, Geyser G E Y S E R Geyser dot Fund, there will be a project called Run with Bitcoin. You can support me down there. They only accept Lightning payments as of now, but that's good enough. It's good enough. It's good enough. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Thank Paco. you so much, brother. Great. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Take it easy. Thank you, everyone. Orale. All right. Ciao. Thanks. <laughs>